0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi folks, Lord bless you. And I just want to share today out of the 51st Psalm because it is one of the favorite psalms in the Bible. It's, it's an extremely, extremely good psalm with great words. And I want to share some of those truths with you. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for the listeners today. Thank you for their lives. And God, thank you for this great radio station. Thank you for all the workers here that that give us an opportunity and a forum to reach out and touch lives. And I pray, God, it wouldn't be our lives that touch people, but it'd be the Spirit of the living God coming through the radio waves that people would see the importance of loving and serving Jesus Christ. Bless this time together in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, Psalms 51 A great psalm. Let me just share uh, some of that with you, and we'll talk a little bit about it today. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. David had a great prayer already, and David already believed in God, but he's still asking him. He's still saying, blot out my sins, transgressions, sins, blot out my sins, my wrongdoings. Lord, help me to do right. There's times in our life where we love God, but sometimes we make wrong decisions, Then we say, God, blot out our decisions. God, blot out those poor decisions that we've made. Help me to get going the right direction. Then he says, wash me thoroughly from iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. We need cleansed. We need cleansed. You know, there's Christians that have fell victim deep into sin, and they need to come back and call upon God and say, God, God, I recognize I've sinned. I think more than anything else, God wants to know. I mean, that well, he knows your heart. But he wants to hear from you that you recognize that you've been sinning. You've recognized that you've turned your back on him. You know, you think more about that maybe when you get some spiritual maturity behind you. I know when you're in high school, you do all sorts of things, you know, and you feel guilty when your parents or somebody says something about what you're doing or you get in trouble for doing something. But we need to have a conscience. We need to have a conscience right now, wherever we're at, whether we're 65 or 75, when we've sinned against God, that we say, Lord, I recognize my sin, and I know you forgive it, and forgive me, and help me to get better. Help me to get through it. Not to beat yourself down, not to knock yourself out and say, well, man, I'm such a horrible person. I can't make it through life. I've heard that. I've heard the pity parties through life. God is a forgiving God. He loves us, but he wants us to turn things around. That's what repent means. Turn around. Turn around and say, I'm going to go the right direction again. If you go and get going down a wrong way street, you don't keep going down that street or you get a head on collision. I remember one time when my wife was sleeping in, in the car, was on a trip, I think it was going down I eighty four towards Ontario, and I'm not Ontario, I mean through Ontario, but through Pendleton. Well, I made some kind of wrong turn. Next thing you know, I'm out in like Yakima or something. And she wakes up and says, where are you where are you going and i just i don't know i'm not very good with directions i'm not mr Na- navigation and we went about an hour and a half i think out of our way but we'd never forget that time i think she learned not to sleep while i drive but he david goes on to say for i know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me david recognizes sin david knew what his sin was people of god you know what your sin is you know when you're sinning. You know when you're turning your back on God. We all do, he said. Against you only, and only you, I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So he is—he was admitting to God of his sin. You know, uh, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. I was brought forth in sin, and the sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth and the inward being and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. You see, that's what we need God to teach us. We need the Spirit of God to teach us wisdom so that we can make those great decisions. So if there's something questionable, we don't do it. My parents always said that. Son, if it's something you're thinking about, something questionable, then don't do it. Just don't put yourself in that spot. How many times do we play with fire? How many times do we get burnt when we play with fire? Like all the time? Behold, You delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. We want his wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. There he goes again. Do you think David's trying to get a point across to God, to his heavenly Father? He says, blot out my iniquities, blot out my sins. And I love this next part. And there's a song that goes like this. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Yes, create in me a clean heart, O God. Can you say that with me wherever you're at today? Create in me, O God, a clean heart. A clean heart that you're walking with him, that you're trusting him. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Sound like David was going through some inner turmoil. David was going through some struggles and he was thinking, I need help. I can't handle this on my own. I'm falling. I'm falling and going the wrong direction in a hurry. People of God, that's what happens. We get going the wrong direction in a hurry. It kind of snowballs. You ever remember the old growing up in Idaho when I was in my oh, eight, nine, 10 years old, I remember some of the big snowstorms and making snowballs. And what happens? You roll a little snowball and then you start rolling along the snow. Next thing you know, you got a great big snowball. You got the bottom of your of your snowman. Well, that's what David's trying to get God to uh, get in touch with God so that David wouldn't let his life snowball out of out of control too many people have let their lives snowball out of control they have let it go down a hill and next thing you know it's so big they can't control it you know he wants the presence of god david's calling upon the presence of god he said restore me to the joy of your salvation he says this then verse 13 he says then i will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you david said lord touch me heal me help me And I will help others. Well, that's a question I have for you today. Are you helping others? Are you helping others with their walk with God? Because you've gone through some of the same things. I imagine there's a lot of people you can help when you admit that you weren't perfect. When you admit that you had some problems with sin in your life. See, the problem is a lot of people want to uh, put on a perspective like, oh, I've got it all together. I'm the perfect person. I'm the perfect Christian. Watch me. Follow me. No, no. You know, you need to let them know. Say, look, I went through it too. I had struggles in my life. We've all had struggles in our life. Now, I, I get to admit, I was pretty fortunate. I lived in a Christian household. My brothers and I, we really didn't want to go out and do things of the world. That wasn't what we wanted to do because we knew it hurt our parents' feelings. And we were raised to love God, have a have a fear for God, a, fear, a loving fear for God, knowing that he's watching over us, that someday we're going to be accountable to him. So, we didn't have a desire to rebel. So, a lot of those things in life, I grew up not seeing, but yet, but still, I had to make choices, and some of those choices weren't always the best. And then he says, Deliver me from blood and guiltness, O oh God, O oh God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. He says, You forgive me, Lord, and your forgiveness, I will sing because of your forgiveness. I will sing aloud. My dad used to sing a lot all the time. He'd get in trouble on the school bus for singing Christian songs to the kids sometimes, and they would, somebody would tell their parents, their parents would call in, just like it is today, this man is singing some kind of churchy song or something. you know. I tell you what, people don't want any part of righteousness, but I'm telling you what, every single person is going to stand before the almighty judgment seat of God and those that have mocked him and those that have denied him He's gonna say, "Depart from me! I never knew you." You know, enter the kingdom of darkness, of everlasting hell. Yes, that's gonna happen. There's gonna be a dead judgment, folks. We're all gonna face it. The question is, what is he gonna to say to you? What is he say to you? Are you heaven bound? Are you sure you're heaven bound? If you're not, today I pray you would ask Jesus to forgive you of your sins, to come in your life, and to restore your life. He wants to do powerful things in your life david goes on to say we're going to get through this i think oh lord open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise for you will not delight in sacrifice or i would give it you will not be pleased with a burnt offering the sacrifice of god are a broken spirit a broken and contrite heart O oh god you will despise do good design in your good pleasure build up the walls of jerusalem then will you delight in right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings, then bowls will be offered on your altar. David goes on and he just explains things and how back in the Old Testament they had uh, sacrifices. He gave sacrifices to God, animal sacrifice to God, but Jesus Christ became our sacrifice. Jesus Christ became the sacrifice on a cruel cross when he died for his sins. I'll never forget listening and hearing the story that touched my life and changed my life forever. When Jesus said on the cross as he was dying, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. You know, what a compassionate heart. What a heart of of teaching us the importance of things. He loved people. He went to the cross for you and for me so that we could have life eternal, that we wouldn't have to play with sin like so many people do. We're seeing it all over in society today. You're hearing about it on TV and on the radio every single day. You're watching people rebel against God. You're watching them say horrible things against God to take God's name out of everything that there is and take the Bible and the cross, you name it. They want to get rid of it. And I tell you what, you and I had better stand up. We better be people that stand up for Almighty God and live for him. Put our trust in Him, our faith in Him, and for goodness' sakes, pray for your country. Pray that God would lead our country. That God would be with our leaders, whether we agree with them or not. That God would direct them. God put them in. The Bible says God has put them into 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 their positions. The kings there was there was good kings, there was bad kings. There's good presidents, there's bad presidents. I'm not saying good or bad about all our presidents, but I'm saying we need to pray for them. And lift them up that God could use them. And you could use the United States of America to make a difference. Be people of God who stand on the foundation of the Word of God. Hey, God loves you. Be a champion. Ain't tough. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to